Hello and welcome to another episode of the Faith-Filled Friday Podcast. The Faith-Filled Friday Podcast supports the Faith-Filled Friday hashtag. And the Faith-Filled Friday hashtag is a reminder for all Christians on social media that they can redeem social media and they can use it to promote the one thing we all can agree on. And just a hint, it's Jesus, in case you were wondering. I'm Steve Samuels, and once again, I'm flying solo today, but in a way, not. And I'll explain why in a few moments. But I also want you to know, as we get underway here, that the threefold mission of Faith Filled Friday is to, one, use social media to alleviate the fears that many feel today, and how many of you know someone that's fearful due to something happening in the world today. Maybe you are. Also, number two, we seek to encourage believers to use our collective social media voice to point people to Jesus. And thirdly, we also want to just help Christians to get along online because sometimes we need some help in that area. Kind of an unfortunate thing, I guess, but it is a fact However, I believe that we can be a light to those who don't know Jesus on social media and on the various platforms that we use. So this week, Carolina will not join us. However, I went back into my old life, if you will, and no, not before I became a Christian, my life before Faith Filled Friday. I used to run a social media presence called Faith News Niagara. And I did a podcast while doing this. And uh, since closing down that presence, I haven't done any interviews, which is something I did all the time back in the day. But I think I will return to doing that starting today. Today, I interview someone that's not a Billy Graham type. It's not someone you know, but it's someone I know. And he's someone that when I read his posts online, I always feel encouraged. I feel blessed. I walk away thinking, you know, I wish we had more of these posts hitting our eyeballs on a daily basis, as opposed to the posts we sometimes do see. His name is Adam Shepsky, and I met him when I used to work at a ministry called YFC Youth Unlimited. Maybe you're familiar with them. They used to be known almost universally, as Youth for Christ. It's a ministry, in case you couldn't tell, focused on young people and teenagers. And even though I've left there, we remained friends over the years. And I'm really glad I did because, again, he's a guy that when I see his posts, I never have a sense of regret or dread or apprehension. I never ask, is it going to be a vent session? Is it going to be something ugly that I'm going to regret hearing later on? He's just a guy that talks about Jesus and what he's doing in his life and in the lives of people he knows. So after reading one of Adam's posts recently, I said, you know what? I got to do two things with him. One, just have a good, godly, faith-filled discussion with him. In other words, create content for social media that can leave people listening to it feeling blessed. And the other thing I want to do is just catch up with him because before I interviewed him, actually, I hadn't talked to him in so long 
and I wasn't sure what he was doing with regards to ministry. So my first question to him was just to kind of like find out what actually are you doing these days for the Lord? So that's the way we begin the interview. And when we end the interview, I'll be back on the other side with a parting shot, if you will. I get the sense you're no longer with YFC. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> totally. So just resigned from YFC at the end of last year. Okay. Go ahead and just share with with me what's happening now in life, what you're now doing for ministry. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Um. Oh man. Yeah. It's just been fun. So like <laughs> about yeah. So like about uh, three. I'm gonna say like three and a half years ago. Um, so do you know the name Jen Klusterman? I don't, She actually. works with for Christ still. Oh, okay. No, she, I never met her. She, okay, yeah. So she works uh, up here in Peterborough as, a, like, as the city satellite director. Okay. Um, and so Jen and I and a handful of other friends here in the city were just like, we are just like dreaming and going like, oh, we just want to see more people kind of catch a a vision of like of mission and, and evangelism and sharing the gospel and, and all this stuff. And we came across a study um, from Lifeway Research and it just had basically said they interviewed around um, or they took a survey of about 5,000 believers in North America and 1,200 of those being from Canada. And um, <clears throat> they found that basically 90% of Christians in North America have not shared the gospel in the last six months. So only 10% of, of believers have actually shared the gospel once, like actually talking to somebody who's not a Christian right. uh, once in the last six months. And, um, and so we, that just like grabbed our hearts and we were like, that's like, that's it. And they're like, we're just not seeing stuff happen because by and large believers are just not sharing the gospel and um so so that's you know it's connected to a whole bunch of stuff even in my own life and what the lord was doing in and through my wife and i and whatnot but um we we discovered that we we're like the, essentially the the number one reason why believers are not sharing the gospels is usually because they just don't know how mm-hmm. and so um because christians like we want to share our faith we're like every believer, I think, in North America is probably like, yeah, I, I know that I need to share their, my faith, um, but just not knowing how, uh, it's just this huge, like, people just don't know what to do, and have never seen it, um, lived out, modeled, whatever, so yeah. Jen and I and a group of friends were like, let's just start, um, so we started, like, a Wednesday night thing where we just took people, and we just gave them really, really simple tools, um, and we just went into our city and just started sharing Jesus with people, praying for people, and, and all of a sudden we just started seeing God do incredible stuff. Wow. Um, so that led into kind of our first event that we called, like it was just a training event to give people tools to go and share the gospel and make a new disciple who can make a new disciple. Yeah. And we came up with this little phrase called disciple a city. We're like, this is what we're doing. We're doing this because we want to disciple a city. Um, so that name, like just, it took, we were like, oh, there's just something on this, this vision of like, let's see a city discipled, like a city that's known, like to walk down the streets and people are regularly talking about Jesus and being prayed for. And, um, 
to where like that that name also became the which is now like a ministry and it's it's on its way to become its own charitable ministry. Okay. Um, wow. Called Disciple City. So yeah. yeah. So at the end of last year, uh, talked with Tim Coles <laughs> yep. and uh, resigned from Youth for Christ. Okay. And now have um, become the director of Disciple City and and giving leadership to it with uh, like our amazing team. Um, to just keep raising up and, and helping give not just our city, but churches, organizations, leaders across Canada, um, tools and, and uh, resources to help move more and more believers into mission so that we just see more and more people come to Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah so that's like the long and storied answer of <laughs> <laughs> what I'm doing now. <laughs> that's a great answer. And if I can just say this to you, Whenever I heard you speak and talk within a You for Christ um, structure, it would always seem to be beyond You for Christ, if you know what I mean. Like, you got a heart for youth, for sure. But I'm like, yeah, yeah. It be, it's beyond that. Your scope is beyond a certain age bracket. And what you're now doing touches, potentially, every age group out there. So I'm not surprised to hear you doing this at all, actually. I feel like there's a sense, there's a extra layer of now of freedom to speak to more people age-wise than you probably were before. So I'm not surprised to hear that you've gone down this path in the least. And hearing that is going to be like, you know, a real thing at some point or is right now, essentially. I love that. That's great, you know. And um, that, again, is why I wanted us to talk because it's easy to harp on what's going wrong and what's negative. But if we're looking at the needs of other people, and in this case, spiritual needs of other people mm-hmm. and how they yeah. need the Lord, how they need Jesus. It's not as easy to think about what's wrong with the world, the problems of the world, because all you see in front of you is someone that has a need for the Lord that you can meet. Let's go do it right now. And you don't look at the problems that you see all they're everywhere, right? We hear, ah, oh, they're not doing this right, not doing that right. If you're focusing on the people in front of you and saying, let me give you Christ, you're not spending time looking at what this guy or that guy is doing wrong. That makes sense? Totally. Yeah. Totally. I mean, even even this morning, I was out for a meeting and um, and got to, to pray for a Tim Horton staff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just noticed she had a wrist brace on. And, and um, man, we just seen God do so many things. So I just asked, I was like, hey, can I can I just pray for you? Like, pray for your wrist? Like, I've just seen God <laughs> heal so many people. Like... Um, I would love to pray for you this morning. She was like, yeah, okay. So, um, even, <laughs> I mean, even over like, you know, in our, in our current, um, like pandemic yeah. times, yeah. um, she, she actually offered me her wrist, like for me to hold it mm, and pray for it. Right. And, um, so she like just across the counter and, um, so prayed for it and, and her pain left. She took off her wrist brace. I'm moving her wrist around, and she's awesome. like, "That's amazing." She's like, "Thank you," and I'm like, "Well, it's just Jesus." Like, I don't know if you believe believe in Him or not, but she's like, "No, I like I, I think there has to be something." And I'm like, "So I just got to you know have the joy of sharing like, yeah. you know, there is someone, and it, this is just God revealing that He's not only real, yeah. but He loves you, and He gave His Son so that you could know Him eternally, yeah. right?" And um, but all of that to say is like just to echo what you just said is like man i just like just being super honest i 
am just concerned with the world. Like it just, it, it feels heavy right now mm-hmm. and everything is, is polarized, like politically, socially. Um, like there's so many issues that we're just polarizing. It's so quick to write people off because they have a different view. Um, and I, and that just uh, like, I'm, you know, I'm a, if you do it, the, depending on the personality test, I am a high supporting person. So I just, I always, I wear more than I put on. <laughs> I just, I'm constantly just kind of carrying around, um, just like emotions around certain things. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I find that when I'm seeing the Lord do things like what he did with this staff at Tim Hortons this morning, I'm like, he, he's actually still teaching me like that. He doesn't think the way I do. Yeah. Like he's, He's constantly, he's full of joy. He's not discouraged. He's, he is seeking to serve and wash people's feet. And like, so when we're seeing like a, yeah, I just, I just not, I just continually fall in love with Jesus because he's not, um, he's not moved by what's happening in the world today. He's moved by love. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, anyways, I just, it just like blesses me. And so when you were saying that, like, just to go like what, you know, the consistency of, of him um, compared with the, the the polarized tension of the world today, yeah. um, man, it just it, it does something in my heart to see the Lord actually moving. Or maybe I condense my all of that thought in this one thing. It's like when I see the Lord moving, I'm reminded that he, like I'm I can partner with Him. Right, and he's good, and he's he's uh, full of hope and full of joy, and um, that is far more fruitful than partnering with the tension of the world today. Mm-hmm. True, yeah. so true. That is amazing. Um, I was going to ask you ask you to share a little bit about your on the street situations. Not something encouraging that you've experienced, but that sounds pretty encouraging to me, actually. I also wanted to ask people's response to you upon you approaching them in a COVID era? Are they shying away? Like, is it more difficult to be a a witness on the streets as you're doing because of COVID? And how so? Yeah, to be honest, (laughs) I, uh, oh goodness. I actually think people are just as open now. Um, There are certainly, like, I think whenever you're, when you're talking to a story, like, you know, talking to a stranger. Now we, we, in our ministry, we do a lot of street stuff, mm-hmm. but we're using it as a model to show other believers and kind of disciple them into like, Hey, this is for today. This is real. You can live like this. Right. Yeah. Um, but on, like, I think most people that we talk to are, are very like, we'll still try to practice good social distance, but there's sometimes there's just, the need of people who just still need, um, whether it's a hug or like, you know, we'll still wear, you know, wear masks or we're trying to judge where people are at in their own. Like some people, um, still want to maintain like a good six feet. Other people I, I find don't, don't care as much about those things. And especially when we're talking about Jesus, I found people just so open. Um, and even, pre-COVID, during COVID, hopefully post-COVID, I just think my experience has been most people are very open to talking about spiritual things and Jesus. Um, 
and, and it, it could be a Canadian thing that like people are just, um, they're very, uh, like agreeable and, um, and respectful to like, Hey, like, especially just coming up and saying, Hey, like, I don't know if, if this is a weird question, but if God could do a miracle in your life, what would it be? Right. And then, um, and just having a conversation about that and the people just, been so open to just go everything from like oh you know what i would love a ferrari <laughs> to, um, to like people actually saying like bringing us right into the depths of like what they're going through like two girls one time i asked that question too and they were like well actually the one said i actually am wrestling with my bipolar and i'm i'm really really down today mm-hmm. and and just brought us like just met them right um so even with COVID right now, I find people are just so open for, I think probably for human interaction, but um, I just think like the spirit of God is is an amazing way of drawing people to himself. And um, I just think when we're obedient to actually trying to share the gospel and make new disciples, he just so blesses that and opens people's hearts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if that fully answers your question, but Perfect. You know, again, I'm, I feel like I'm long-winded right now, but the short <laughs> answer is yes. People are open, and I have not found that COVID has presented a difficulty in relating to people or talking to them about about Jesus. That's fantastic to um, hear. That's great. Yeah. Awesome answer, by the way. Perfect. Right on point. Because um, <laughs> I just want to hear what you're, what you're feeling and thinking and where your heart's at right now, especially as someone that is right out there uh, meeting other people in an era where in our mind and way in the back somewhere we're thinking don't be near people you know but you're, yeah it sounds like you're being socially uh, appropriate but it's the other people you come in contact with they're the ones that are saying you know what I don't care it's all good because Jesus is with you surrounding the moment you're in with the other people and I think of that verse perfect love casts out all fear like, if he's in the midst, he's going to give you love for the other people. He's also going to have you act in wisdom, Christ-like yeah. wisdom. But he's also love. He's the epitome of love. And so he's going to, like, yes, have you act in wisdom. But also he's going to make people say, I want more of what's happening here because it love is on the premises. And I want to be a part of what's going on here, you know. So... Um, I can see the Lord still operating and you operating now through him the way you probably would in a pre-COVID situation. So, yeah, I I believe that he can give you wisdom as to when to step up and not to step up and then go from there. So that's great. I mean, if we had like rampant cases, we would be um, like in some because we've been doing some outdoor events and worship events and stuff like that. um, We would be. Um, exercising like more rigid um, social distance just to because like we love our health unit here yeah. um, they're amazing people so we really want to serve them in what we're doing yeah. um, so yeah so I, I just say that is like it, it's been a fun thing just to go like yeah like we've just been trying to observe as best we can and as well as kind of keep good or yeah just honor yeah. the yeah, our local health units. So, yeah, yeah, it could be a bad witness, I think, actually, as a Christian, if you have a kind of a, I could care less attitude about COVID and the era we're in right now. For many people, it's a very, very serious situation. 
And if we come along now as Christians with a sense of like, oh, you know, the Lord will heal. It's all good. That kind of error can actually, I think, turn people off to the gospel message that we're trying to give people. Paul was doing that. He was very mindful in his writings in the New Testament of people having certain mindsets. And he didn't come by and say, you know what, you should have a better mindset because you're a Christian now, think this way or that way. He kind of seemed to respect the fact where people were where they were. And he also wanted to see them journey to a place where they knew Christ better and Christ more. But where they were at the moment, he didn't kind of like shame them. You know, you should be more full of faith. You should be more, uh, who cares about, about COVID? You know what I mean? So I think that's your heart right now. And it's very winsome. Um, before you go, two things. I'll do one right now. People yeah. that um, <laughs> people that, that want to help you, how can they help you? How can people pray for you and your wife and your people that you're working with as you go out and do what you're doing? Oh, man, such a good question. Um, yeah, I think, like, when I, <laughs> right now, the biggest prayer request that I have in terms of, like, ministry <clears throat> is, like, okay, so the, the one is, like, I just want to see the Canadian church known for mission and evangelism again. Like, mm -hmm. there'd just be a boldness in Christian believers in Canada wow. um, that they'd be known for boldness again. Yeah. that That's like, and yeah, because boldness isn't a personality. It's, it's, I think it's part of just being connected to Jesus. It's just his life in you. Mm -hmm. um, but I, like, I think about where I'm at and what we're trying to build. And I, man, I'm just praying for wisdom because like, we're, we're building a team. We're, we're like right now helping a handful of churches, like mobilizing them and training them. We have our own leaders. We're, we're onboarding some staff. So there's just a lot of moving pieces. So mm -hmm. in any given day, I'm, I'm jumping from like 30,000 feet vision to um, really granular stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Like just, just like, Oh yeah, I've got to update that website and <laughs> yeah. all, of, all of those things. Right. So um, I think, you know, pray for that but again like at the same time i'm like man my i have my first teenager like a couple weeks ago we uh our um our oldest just turned 13 so wow. we're just like serious so, wow <laughs> yeah that's it's awesome just, like, enjoying it yeah you know this is like again i'm being steve i'm being long-winded today i apologize it's all good my friend it's all good <laughs> oh, man. like yeah like so it's just even fun like our oldest he's just like well He's just been saying to us, well, I'm a teenager now, so it's time for me to, like, be really disagreeable, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, totally, go for it, man. <laughs> so, it's just been, uh, yeah, so just, like, we just, you know, if people are going to pray for us, we just love whatever the Holy Spirit has. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely, like, for boldness, for wisdom, and just, like, um, Man, I, I just think of Isaiah 54 for our kids. Like, I'm always just like, oh, yeah, pray for our kids. Like, just that they would grow up and also have boldness and mm -hmm. wisdom and all that kind of stuff. So Isaiah 54 just says, like, your sons will be taught of, like, God's way and their well-being will be great. So yeah. I'm, I'm constantly praying and just kind of declaring that verse over them. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Dude, I, I should learn from you. Like, you're the one hosting this, but, man, how can you know, your friends who are listening, how can they pray for you? 
for me. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm going to do what you were doing. Because if you didn't notice this, I noticed that you kind of turned the tables yourself from yourself to others, to the ministry beyond you. And I'm in the same boat myself. I I wasn't going to um, do what I'm doing now at all. I used to do podcasting and very social media videos and uploading and websites and whole bit. And in February, I just said, forget it. I'm done. I don't want to do any more of any of this stuff. I'm going to be as private as possible. And here I am now doing podcasts and have <laughs> a page on online and what have you and the reason why i did a turntable there is because i just said the climate we're in is so volatile and so angsty and and what can i do especially back when i was like everybody else you know socially distancing and, and at home and isolating and what have you what do i do sitting at home well i can pray and i, I began praying but also can i talk to people yes you can if you do it on the same medium that you're thinking you want to change. So that's why I began podcasting again and just kind of opening the door up again with the hope that what we're doing will change the climate online spiritually for Christians. They'll show more love as they speak and share with each other, but also for non-Christians, people who don't know the Lord. I got friends who are not Christians who I've heard them on Facebook sharing their thoughts during a pandemic and they're panicking. And again, as I said before, if you're looking at the heart of people who are scared in this time or stressed because the lack of work and what have you, other issues coming up in their lives, I don't feel I got time to take up a cause pro this, anti that. I think the cause now is to give peace to those who have no peace right now in their hearts and in their souls. So just that we do more of that, just that we are part of the solution to what ails people online today. There's the anger, but there's also the tension, the fear, the anxiety of the moment we're living in right now. And if we can address that and bring Christ into that situation and give hope and peace to those people, man, mission accomplished, you know. That's what I want to see happen through uh, Faith Filled Friday. Yeah, for real. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, before you go, nothing I wanted to do actually was to pray. I wanted to pray for you, and I'm glad you gave us a little bit of uh, insight as to what's going on with you, so we can pray more on point with what's happening with you. And um, yeah, also, um, if you have a website, it sounds to me like you do now. I want to link to that. I'm pretty sure I can do that online somewhere. So I'm gonna, I want to link. So if anybody wants to follow up on you, what you're doing, and learn more about this awesome ministry you're doing now in Peterborough, they can do that on their own time. So how's that? Sounds amazing, man. Okay. So good. We'll do that then. Okay, cool. Let me pray for you, and then we'll go. Awesome. Lord, you're awesome. I just pray for Disciple of City. What an awesome name and what an awesome concept, Lord. And I pray that you will use Adam and his team to go ahead and do just that in the power of the Holy Spirit, that they would actually go forth and they would be used by you to meet the people of Peterborough and that they will meet you through them. 
I pray, Lord, that you will give them divine appointments. I pray that when they come together and meet people, Lord, that you will be more evident to the people that they're um, meeting on the road, eating, meeting in Tim Hortons, wherever they're meeting people, Lord, that they will just sense the presence of God. And they'll be yeah. so open to a God encounter. I pray that Adam and team will find people desperately in need for a Jesus encounter right at the moment he needs you the most that you will show up and that you will be there for these people through Adam, through his team, that you will be Christ extended to those people as they pray, as they share, as they speak. Let them be the hands and feet of Christ, Lord, right there on a street corner somewhere in Peterborough, Lord. So bless them all, Lord. Bless them all, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And Father, thank you so much for Steve and, and Holy Spirit. I, I think about, like, I heard this quote a while ago, but it just said, we're not called to walk in, like, the spirit of today, meaning, like, the, the tension and all that kind of stuff or the anger, which he, he mentioned, but, like, your spirit. We're yeah. meant to walk in your spirit. So I thank you that Steve does that. I thank you, God, that he's, like, he, he's, a, he's a man who strengthens and holds people together. And I actually ask that you just bless and you'd use this family to like the different connections he has, other families or friends, that you just strengthen the leaders that are connected to his life, um, that you bless them and, and just fill them. Um, God, I thank you that we actually have a peace that transcends um, so many things. Yes, Lord. Like, or, or everything. <laughs> but, uh, yes. So God, I pray that just like your peace would be evident like as he goes into shops or different communities or whatever like there would just be that your the fruit of your peace would be um experienced through steve's life and it would just bear witness to people of like that guy knows god and i need to know that same god yes, um, so bless him lord bless him god and uh god we do ask this ask you for a harvest of souls to come to you yes jesus people to mm-hmm. just repent and come to hear the gospel and respond to you. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Yeah, come on. Amen. 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 I hope you walk away from that thinking, yeah, that was awesome because we did. Um, towards the end of that time, I really felt like I felt the Lord, you know, right where I was sitting at home. And that's the name of the game when it comes to Faith Filled Friday is just to create and upload content that we as Christians will be encouraged by and content that we as Christians can use to encourage others. When we upload a new podcast every Thursday, it's a reminder to you that tomorrow is a Friday, which means that's a day for you to post something using the Faith Filled Friday hashtag, something that's going to be faith-filled and good, and godly, and encouraging, and points to Christ in some way. Because if you do that as Christians, if, if we all do that, those of us who know Christ can get a sense of, hey, why are so many God posts every Friday in my social media feed? I'm sure, I hope and pray that you have non-Christian friends. Imagine if as they're scrolling on Friday, they come across social media post after social media post that points to Jesus. A post that just might be so timely 
imagine they come across something that is just what they need in that moment. It can happen. So hopefully you post at least on Friday, if not every day of the week, actually, but at least on a Friday, if we all could together post something that is Christ-centered, maybe even alongside the post of how you love Donald Trump or hate Donald Trump or love Trudeau or hate Trudeau. I know out there are Christians very passionate about politics, very passionate about any topic that is prevalent in this day-to-day that we live in. I'm not going to say don't share those topics, but I am going to say that maybe in place of those topics on a Friday, pose something that's good and godly and faith-filled. It just might be the thing your non-Christian friends need to read or see or hear. Or it could be the thing that your Christian friend needs to hear and see. It might be something that the other guy on the other side of your belief needs to hear. And there are many people on the online world. It's almost like its own country, its own planet, if you will. And while we're here in this virtual world talking to one another, let's bless one another, especially if you're a Christian. Be a light to other people out there. Do that this Friday. And if it's not Friday as you hear this or Thursday, then the next Friday after you hear this, do that, okay? Make sure you post something that's actually going to be a blessing to someone that sees your post. I just want to wrap up every podcast by exhorting you to do that and reminding you to do that. And it doesn't even have to be a faith-filled Friday post. It can be. That's why I make them so you can share them on your social media in case you don't have a post handy yourself. You can go ahead and use something that we make. Anyway, thanks for listening this time around. Oh, and before I go, if you want to continue the conversation you just heard with me and Adam. If you want to jump in and add your two cents worth, you can do that. Anywhere you see the Faith Fails Friday podcast online, there has to obviously be some kind of area where you can leave a post. Go ahead and do so. I'd love to hear your thoughts on today's topic. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you hear regularly on the podcast. So that's it for me. So until next time, this is Steve. Take care.